tonight, we're here with our eighth grade uh, tributes for our CDL update. Uh, we have with us the wonderful Kristen Huff and our wonderful Lydia Hodge. Welcome. All Thank right. you. And uh, to go along with the tribute, I mean, these, these are two nice ladies that were have stepped up and maybe were chosen or got the lucky short straw to talk to us today about how are things going with comprehensive distance learning uh, and more specific to the eighth grade. So we're gonna listen to their story and because and, each of our teams are working maybe a little bit slightly different, but mostly the same. And it may be different from our other grade levels. So, so we're trying to learn from each other and, and get some ideas on how uh, we might uh, better improve our practices here at Lock Real. So um, I'm just gonna open up with a question, ladies. How are things going? How's CDL rocking? Uh, well, we feel like we're working harder than the kids. Yeah. It's honest, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not going super great. Um, we feel like the kids are watching us like they watch TV. Like it's the teacher show and then they um, sometimes open along and follow with us. And sometimes they just watch us annotate how we would do it. And then they don't ever hit the submit button. And so that's super frustrating. And then um, towards the after, we've noticed that afternoon classes, students tend to um, not come back and that they are diligent. But as soon as we close the Zoom for lunch, they don't come back. Um, or we have kids who, when we go to close the Zoom at lunch, we're like, okay, bye everybody. And then like, Half of them leave and the other ones are just sit there. And you're like, hmm, were they even there at all? Did they walk away like 20 minutes ago? You know. <laughs> so it's like working with teenagers on a other side of the camera is what you're saying. It's difficult, huh? That we can't see because they never yeah. turn their screens on. Yeah. That's one of the things that we talked about a little bit about just the how we're so used to cues from each other and, and getting e either facial, you know, recognition that things are okay or things are maybe not so okay. And just not having that, that information to go off of is, is hard. So, man, I, I, like I said, I tried it in one staff meeting and uh, that was hard. And so I really feel for you guys and, and know that can be, see, be, be some difficulties and trying to communicate, so, ah. There's been a joke kind of going around that teaching to these black screens is soul sucking and it takes a little bit each each day away from us and we just keep chugging away at it and hoping that we can connect with those few that do turn their cameras on. Yeah, yeah, and that I've heard strategies, we're just gonna move our the ones that we can see to the top so it feels as though we are teaching to somebody. What are, Kristen, what are those uh, things off Harry Potter that suck your soul out? The, the what are they? A horcrux. A horcrux. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I oh, a dementor. You mean a, you mean a dementor. Yeah, the black things that fly around? Yeah. Okay, the dementors. All right. But anyways, yeah, I feel for it. So, I mean, some some certain, uh, you know, not so awesome. So some of the challenges that, that are coming along, any other things that uh, you're experiencing uh, this first, I guess, eight weeks, nine weeks? Um, uh, 
big one is um, that there's no time really to help students throughout the day that we're just like throwing all this information out and there's not really time to check in with each kid and making sure that they are understanding what they're doing and they are definitely not asking questions. And that time should be office hours, but they don't come. They slowly peace out throughout the afternoon. And by the time it's two o'clock, I've probably got five kids left when I start the day with 24. Like I, they all come usually in the morning almost. And then by the time two o'clock hits, they're gone. Yeah, so that's tough. Um, so given some of those challenges, how, how has your team adjusted? How to any of these, these difficulties that we're having? Any success? Um, I've started doing one-on-one -on -one meetings with my kids, like pulling them during PBL time or during homeroom, or if they come to homeroom early, or if they come after lunch early, I'm only letting one kid in and like meeting with them. And I try to meet with every kid once a week. Um, some of them I have to phone call, but like just, and we don't, I mean, sometimes we talk about schoolwork, but most of the time we just talk about like, how's their kitten and what did their brother do and what movie did they watch and like just some sort of connection. Mm -hmm. And I've seen them, though after I started doing that, I got more cameras turned on and I got my attendance went overall so that's helped and a lot of other teachers have started doing that too I feel like the eighth grade team as a whole feels like we do have a good connection with our homeroom team and we really like the homeroom model to where we have that connection with these kids um, and I think because of that we feel like we know those kids that we need to target to just have that connection that's not talking about academics and we also know those other kids that that need that check-in for the academics. So, um, so that is a, a success that we have is that we feel like we do have a good connection with our all of our homeroom students. Yes, we really like the homeroom model. Good. Yeah, we, I mean, originally we wasn't, uh, wasn't a home run popular uh, model to maybe look at for sure. Um, but I think it's, it's found its value uh, with the things that I mean, you're, you're kind of explaining that these, our kids are, even though as connected as our homerooms are, maybe not necessarily as connected to the academics, but thank goodness for our homerooms, you know, that the kids have some kind of relationship, at least on the other side of a blank screen, but they feel as though they can show up and at least be a part of something, which was one of our worries, you know, and, and we looked at the spring and how kids were just not even engaged at all you know and how how has this improved things i hope it has but it sounds like it's been a at least for connections it's been an okay model to run with so i appreciate you guys sticking in there with it um so uh how about some successes anything going great that you just like oh my gosh this is the best other than maybe the homerooms uh we wrote in the green goats we rotated homerooms in the morning um, we did like this round robin where like one teacher would leave and go to the next homeroom and the next homeroom and the next homeroom. Like, so we could, um, and it took about like a week and a half, but we were all able to visit each other's homerooms and introduce ourselves to the kids. Um, and so all of the kids got to see their language arts teacher talk live with their language arts teacher and, or math teacher. And it was super helpful because they made like that 
um, face to name connection. We were hoping it would get more kids to come to office hours. Hasn't really worked out that way, but the kids actually know, like when I say we're going to ELA, they recognize that who that is. So that's been good. So they got to spend a little individual time with each of their teachers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I walked in on one of those homerooms and I was directed to get out because this is my time. This is my time with my teacher, get out of here. So. It was, uh, so I love that idea. That, uh, I mean, one of the things that we didn't really think through, um, but I'm glad you guys just kind of took the step and, and, and figured that out. That's great. Yeah, it was good. Another success is that um, the SLP behavioral problems are obviously way, way down because they're not actually in person. They don't have an audience and they're in gen ed settings most of the day which is amazing. Interesting. That's, that is um, it, probably not rocket science, but yeah, you take away um, the distractors, I guess you might call them, and being able to focus on maybe some of the things that are more academic. Uh, wow, that's, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Any other successes that were we're looking at from the eighth grade. Other than you just love Zoom. How's Canvas going? Any, are we finding our groove with Canvas? We noticed that we didn't really have a whole lot of time to give feedback when we're grading because there's, because we, we assign so much that there's, I mean, there's a point value to everything that we're asking kids to do, or they wouldn't invest to do it if there's no points. And so there's so much to grade that we're finding that we don't have a whole lot of time to give that constructive feedback that it's just grade and move on, grade and move on. Especially now that kids are turning in so much stuff last minute that we don't have that time to, to give that feedback. So mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, it took me probably three weeks before I got into how to really grade anything. So I had three weeks worth of stuff to try to get caught up on and then, and then stay on top of. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I really haven't found any um, thing. The only thing I can think of is that we figured out that um, kids did better when it was, we'd like it to be a page, but it has to be an assignment. And then it shows up in the grade book, which is unfortunate, but it has to be an assignment so that you can differentiate between gen ed and reduced amount of work. But that if you have everything that they have to do for the day, here's your introduction video, here's your lesson video, here is the assignment, click here, here's the submission, click here. If it's all on one page, um, not in the module, but in like a page, then they seem to do much better with it because they can like open it, every, see everything, um, and so that's been really helpful. The only thing is that because we have to do it as an assignment, so you can differentiate between gen ed and reduced amount of work, then it shows up in the grade book. So then you have all these like weird assignments that are not assignments that are all zeros. Um, so we're trying to work our way around that. So it's more of just an organizational tool for the kids so they can follow along better. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I and we're finding tweaks every every time we turn around. There's something that that is a challenge, but always find a way around it somehow. So, um, just encourage us to keep on working with that. So, um, moving in, 
uh, to our next nine weeks. You guys got anything else uh, new or interesting that you're thinking about? Yes, uh, we are going to change our schedule. Um, we're going to shift to every class every day, uh, that, which means that the lessons are shorter time frames. They're about a half an hour each, um, but they're, that means that things are broken into smaller steps and um, the videos are going to be shorter. Their to-do list each day is going to be shorter. Um, well, kind of but for each class is going to be shorter. And so the goal is that they can accomplish whatever is being assigned within that half an hour or almost. So that the goal is they are turning things in by the end of that time. And there's not as much hanging over to, for them to finish later because they're not finishing later. Yeah. So maybe just the intimidation factors reduced a little bit as far as what, what the assignment is for the day. Yeah. Uh, Lydia, from a and math perspective, every day for math too, yeah? Absolutely, yes, mm -hmm. love it, yes. So we can have at least a little bit of a review each day and a little practice each day. Yeah. Um, it also opens up the door for us to have more check-ins with the kids because some, some kids obviously need more check-ins because they're not getting their work completed. Yeah. Um, I know too, uh, eighth grade schedule was kind of flip-flopped from sixth and seventh. So felt like the heavy days were a little bit more on Friday and the homework load over the weekend was something that we didn't, didn't really anticipate. Um, and a bunch of Fridays off. Yeah. There were a bunch of weeks where they only had social studies and language arts one day that week. Not yeah. big. So, um, you know, in... I applaud the, the adjustment. Um, I mean, nothing that we do is in stone. And I, you know, at, at least finding some challenges and then trying to overcome them, um, I think is a good thing, you know? So I know with the work that you guys have put into addressing the schedules and thinking about the schedules, um, I, you know, nothing, nothing's gonna be lost for sure. You know, and there's, a, there's, uh, there's no risk and we can try it out. And if it doesn't work, you know, we can always adapt and adjust as we go. So I guess that's the beauty of uh, distance learning. Um, so it's one of those things where um, I, I, you know, I appreciate you guys at least looking at how to, how do you meet the needs of our kids? And it, it certainly sounds like, uh, you know, there's plenty of challenges, but how do we, you know, incrementally try to look at those things that we have some control over, I guess. Yeah. So um, I, you know, I don't want to take any more of your time, but I, I appreciate the updates um, on the eighth grade. Um, and perhaps some of these, these ideas could help out some other grade levels or just kind of increase the understanding of what's going on around the building um, in this distance learning time. So thanks for tuning in today. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So appreciate those green gokes and the purple possums. Keep up the great work. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. All right.